Hello. Hello. Kevin. Yes. Oh yeah, cracking a uh, beer. I'm, well, I'm watching the Braves Cubs. Me too. Did you see that play that just happened? No. Baez is just Acuna just just raced around from scored from second on a grounder to short. Oh lord! <laughs> I'm with two outs. It's wild. Wild. Uh, your your favorite shortstop is having a few meltdowns there. Baez. Yeah, he had two in a row. One. So Freddie hit one to him, and then he uh, kind of stumbled and thought about getting the second, but Acuna got there before him, so he threw the first, and Freddie Fender beat it out. Oh wow, Freddie Freddie Freeman! And then this one kind of he grabs it in the infield, and he stumbles around, and Acuna just keeps on running and goes straight home and scores. <laughs> All right, let me stop you there. It's Acuna, yeah. Acuna. No, it's Acuna. The like no. the like the dog. Like the- <laughs> Haven't you seen that Bryce Harper video, that viral Bryce Harper video? I try to avoid anything to do with Bryce Harper that's okay, not this is gr- on the so field. It's in Atlanta. Okay, the, the yeah. Phillies are in Atlanta. No, I know it's Acuna. And this guy, this guy is like holding up his camera, yelling at Bryce Harper and JT Real Muto. Yeah. And he's like, Bryce, you'll never be as good as Acuna. <laughs> Bryce, you, no matter how hard you try, you'll never be as good as Acuna. And Bryce Harper turns around. Bryce Harper finally turns around. And JT Realmuto is just dying laughing. And uh, Bryce is like, you can barely, you can read his lips. And he's like, it's Acuna. Acuna. It's your own player. You know. Well, you know, they have different ways in Georgia. Acuna. Acuna. I'll send you the video. Okay. I'll post the video on the show notes for my listeners. Yeah. Less Bryce Harper, the better. They were what? chanting. We love Bryce Harper on the So Baseball pod. We love him, yeah, because he's great to pick on. No. Um, I what? Think they were... You're anti-Harper? No, I'm not anti-Harper. I just, I just, um, I think pod he's Pod over. He... <laughs> Don't hang up. I thought you were going to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call a pregnant pause. Yeah. Um, I think Bryce Harper gets enough self-promotion himself. Oh, geez. Just yeah. because every giant is like Buster Posey, Mr. Humble. Um, Mr. Three World I don't Series. Try to, I don't try to bring attention on myself. I just no, put, I no, let my game no. speak yeah, for itself. Yeah, la, exactly. la, 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 la. Three World Series. I'm not, I'm not harping on it. No pun intended. <laughs> look, look. Uh, anyway, let's get I down to this, business. His energy is good for the game. But, well, I, I didn't say it was bad for the game. I'm just saying that I'm not, you know, they were chanting. Exactly. His energy is good for the game. Did you hear what the Mets were chanting? The Mets fans were chanting when he was playing them this week? Nope. Overrated. <laughs> oh, geez. That's from the freaking 90s. And that's from the Mets fans. The Mets fans are overrated. That's from the nineties. That overrated. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there you go. I mean, baseball needs they need those kind of guys. Look, he's Good. your favorite player if he's on your team, and if he isn't, then he's the heel. I don't know. There. Well, let's let's focus on the more of the positive. Okay, well, let's go to let's talk about some major. Let's talk league about baseball. the Yankees. <laughs> Oh boy! Here we go. Oh, anyway, they suck right now. I know, I know. But like I've been telling you, and I think I mentioned it on this um, on this podcast, is you know I want to like them and I want to watch them, but they're stiff. They're stiff baseball team. I mean, how do you lose a game when 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 Judge hits two home runs? Uh, Okay. Um, Well, there were solo home runs, but I know. But still, I mean, come on. Well, if the, the other team scores seven runs, I, I mean, don't think they did. I think they scored five. <laughs> well, my point is still, I know. you know, I know, they, but you, what I'm saying is that they're very, they're very, they're very base to base. Um, station to station. Yeah. Station to station, David Bowie. Um, yeah. Great. Album. They're, they're very, uh, you know, that's just the, their whole thing. And, and it's just kind of compared to all the other baseball going on right now. 
it's kind of boring, right? I mean, come right. on. No, you don't turn I, on the Yankees to have a good time. Who am you I turn watching? on the Yankees if you're like a Yankee fan. You're like, Tim's yeah. got the Tim's the yeah. team's got to win. But what's the team you really want to watch these days? That's really fun to watch. Is the Marlins? Well, yeah. I mean, they're fun to watch, and you know, who knows where they're going to end up? What's should this? we do a rank of the thirty major league teams? No, no ranking. Uh, no, terms- no. Let's just keep going. Okay, I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> you want to have fun. Yeah. And you're going to let, like, okay, from a, from a everyday player like Didi Gregorius to a, you know, huge personality, CC Sabathia, to even like a, a crazed clubhouse guy, uh, mm. bullpen guy, Tommy Canely. If these players pull away and then you're kind of you're stuck with like nothing more than like like stress about um, staying healthy and, and winning, like there's so much pressure on the Yankees right now. And even, you know, Judge is feeling it. Judge is not like Mr. Good Times right no, now. Like, but, well, but that's how the Yankees like to play. They well, like to play focused. I mean, those Jeter teams were boring, too. No, they weren't. They, no, I I totally disagree. They were not. They weren't. The Jeter teams don't didn't have special handshakes. Listen, for not, each player, I, I don't care about that crap. I'm talking about between the lines. Look, the Yankees. The, let's just take 96, 97, 98, 99, 2000 Yankees. Leave right? 98 out of it. But yes, go ahead. Anyway, the point is, I don't think anyone on any of those teams hit 30 home runs. Okay. All right. So what kind of ball were they playing? They were playing kind of National League baseball in the American League. They were well, playing. You could thank Joe Torre for that. Well, you, but yeah, no, Joe Torre he managed lots of bad teams. You can thank. No, but he managed in the National League first. I know, but he he still managed a lot of bad teams. Um, it, it wasn't just that; it was you had players like Paul O'Neill, Bernie Williams, you know, who aren't you know Paul O'Neill obviously was in National League, Bernie Williams wasn't. Uh, and, and and Derek Jeter, of course, they played a different style of baseball. They weren't waiting for the home run. They made things happen. Yeah. Either either at the plate or on the field. I get the feeling with this Yankees team, they're just sitting there waiting for something to happen. What team in 1920? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what team in 2021? Yeah. Reminds you the most, and I'm not talking about um, having the rings, but what team in 2021 reminds you of that Joe Torre Yankees Jeter years like that? Oh. And, and you don't have to just base it on these 10 games we've played. So no, far, I mean, I, well. You, Uh-oh. You still there? Yep. Oh, I lost you. Went you went uh, auto tune first. Would you say okay. Houston was? Uh... No, no, I wouldn't say Houston. I mean, if anyone, I mean, come on, the Dodgers are playing. Dodgers are playing that style of ball, right? They're well, they're, they're extremely com- they're confident though, and they're but uh, yeah, they're definitely arrogant because they're the Dodgers. So, um, but. Yeah, I mean, Dodgers are, are the team that you, if they're coming to town, you're kind of afraid of them. Well, of course. Same Everyone with the Chicago White of... Sox, though. And they're only six and seven. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, well, that's another story. Um, the White Sox are the funnest team in the American League right now. Yeah, did you see the play yesterday with Eaton at second? Yeah. That was interesting. Um, I, I, yeah, they're, they're a fun team. They're, they're, yeah, I like watching the White Sox, but I'm telling you right now, the most exciting team to watch is the Marlins. I'm really excited about the Giants playing the Marlins. Is that who they're facing this weekend? Tonight, yeah, they're going against them. Um, and unfortunately, I can't watch the game, but that's a whole other story. Oh, because um, of the blackout? Yeah, it's not on my, I don't have cable or some service. You but, should so, probably get some service. Yeah, kind of, you know, I like the radio. All right, so let's take a look at um, the Marlins lineup. You got Dickerson leading off, Starling Marte, 
hitting second center field. Uh, Aguilar at first. Yep. I'm, se- I'm seeing Cooper in right. I don't know if he's an everyday player or a, uh, or a platoon player. I'm not um, sure. Brian Anderson at third. Jazz Chisholm yeah. at short and second. John yeah. Birdie at second on certain days. I guess yep. they gave Miggy Rowe, Miguel Rojas the day off here. So this is not... And then um, Alfaro at catcher. So that's a pretty solid lineup, it, top to bottom. Yeah, exactly. And it's a team that's kind of, you know, they're they're unknowns. They're hungry. They're whatever. You know what I mean? They're they're they've a lot of them probably played together for a long time too, or at least for a few years. Coming up through the minors, you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which you know, and and you gotta give credit to to uh, Derek Jeter. I mean, he's making yeah. that happen, you know? And a lot of people gave him a lot of crap and uh, in some of it was deserved. But I think what he is trying to establish is this type of team that is not all about the home run or are all about that. It's about playing the fundamentals and, you know, running and hitting the ball and all that kind of stuff. So... And that's kind of what the Yankees were. That's, that, that's the, I mean, really, I mean, the, the Yankees, I don't think, I'd have to double check this, but I don't think they had anyone who hit 30 or more home runs during that key I mean, you're probably right. It wasn't, wasn't that kind of team. No, but all around the rest of the league was all about that, right? I mean, 98 was the year of right. Sosa and McGuire. And the team that won the most games didn't even hit 30 home runs. I bet you're I mean, right. Which is insane, right? So so anyway, I, I just and and that style of baseball, I loved watching that style of baseball. When they came I because I saw a lot of Yankee games during that era in Oakland. Like I would go to the games because I wanted to see the Yankees because I loved them. And I saw uh at least yeah, a couple of games in um Yankee Stadium as well, including the David Wells perfect game, which was incredible. That's amazing. Um are the Red Sox for real? Well, that's a good question, too, because that's the thing about baseball, right? That's the great thing about baseball. You don't, as you know, we can just look at the 1980s New York Yankees. You don't have to spend a lot of money or have all the uh, great players to do well. Yankees were the opposite. They spent tons of money in the 80s, and they, they got nothing for it. Um, but you look at someone like the Minnesota Twins, 87 and 91, I guess it was. Was it 91 or 90? No, I guess it was 93. I mean, um, they lost the opening. They got swept the opening weekend by the Orioles at yeah. home. Then 91. the Rays came into town and they swept the Rays. Then they went to Baltimore and swept the Orioles at their place. Yeah. Then they won two out of three from the Twins. Yeah. That's where we stand. Okay, so they've beaten the Twins, the Rays, and the Orioles. Yeah. So, um, you know, the Twins are Twins are decent. Obviously, the Tampa was in the World Series last year. They've got pretty much the same guys. Um, yeah. Less pitching, but um, so you know, are the are the Red Sox for real? It's again. You're you're looking at two weeks. It's only been two weeks, by the way. <laughs> it seems seems like it's been a couple of months. That's a, I know. I mean, well, in, we've in had a good two no hitters, yeah. In a good way, right? Absolutely. Uh, and uh, I just, you know, I just think it's been it's been great. I mean, I've been watching a lot more baseball this, these days. Uh, but every if you look at the if you look at the teams, everyone's kind of bunched together right now. There's no one. There's no one really running away with it, and there's no one. Uh, the worst team, like Tampa Bay, is the worst team in the AL, and they're five and eight. Okay, I'm going to read you some headlines. Okay, they're tied with Baltimore. I'm going to read you some headlines, and I want you to just react to them. Okay. okay. All right. You've got 30 seconds or less per headline. Eddie Rosario swipes pair of bags. <laughs> Okay. What does that tell you? What's your comment? Did you get that? <laughs> I heard Cubs not able to cash in. Was that Boog Shiambi? That's Boog Shiambi, yeah. 
Um, he's good. I don't. He's I, good. What do you want me to say to that? Like the Eddie, guys- I, what I'm saying is, guys like Eddie Rosario, yeah, might be like one for four with a walk in yeah. a game, yeah, but with two steals, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah, old school baseball. I, no, I like that. Okay, ready? Yeah. Here's your next one. All right, Lourdes Gurriel reaches base three times. Okay, what kind of- <laughs> putting the ball in play? You ready for yeah. another one? Yeah. What kind of headlines Jake, are you? Jake Cronenworth reaches base four times. How do you even? What do you say to that? Uh, th- has it been that boring? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what you, Kevin Biggio. What, what is this like? What is this like? What is it? What are you reading from? Like on base percentage times or something? <laughs> <laughs> OBPT man <laughs> subscribe it's only 50 bucks a year did you get a free t-shirt or coffee mug okay <laughs> Kevin, Biggio. <laughs> Kevin Biggio early exit after hand injury x-rays return negative <laughs> I don't know I, I'm okay I'm so I'm so all I gotta say is just to everyone who's listening all whatever of you um, there's Seven. no there's no pre meeting for this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give you just a couple more, okay? All right. All right. And this is evidence that there's well, because I I know you like to focus on the game, the yeah. team, yeah, the, the you know the, the moment, the onf- yeah. I sometimes also focus on the person because oh. when I play baseball, I am a person out there, right. and I have had anxiety dreams where I am in a baseball game and I am panicked because I don't know what to do. Right. Right. And I don't know if the ball is going to be hit to me. Um, so I feel like th- we got to remember that these are all people out there and yeah. it's a d- very difficult game to play. Oh yeah. 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 No. And they've got, they've got all kinds of, they've got a lot of family support generally that, that is also carrying the heavy load for them. So they can focus as much as they right. can on this, this endeavor. So, Unless you're Freddie Freeman in spring training when I, you have to do it all yourself. I, yeah. Well, we won't go there. But Okay. Johnny Cueto, officially placed on injured list. Yeah. that Well, that one I can react to. Uh, okay, react. Boo. boo. But he <laughs> – but, but, um, but it does sound like it's, it's you know, it's 10-day. So – it's Hopefully. a soft tissue injury. I mean, I saw I saw that replay. It was like, ooh, I, it was like that that didn't look good. You know, you could see when he he threw the ball, threw the ball, like his yeah. leg like swung around, doing all those things. I mean, that guy has to be limber to pitch the way he pitches because he's doing all that crazy mumbo jumbo out there. So, um, shimmy here's shape. my um, here's my take on the closer situation in Toronto. So to start the season, Kirby Yates was signed to be the closer. Former. He, former Padre. Yeah. So our man, Kirby Yates, uh, goes to Toronto to be the closer. He gets Tommy John surgery. Everyone's like, fine. Jordan Romano's the man. And then along comes somebody named Julian Merriweather, throws the freaking lights out of the ball, gets saves against the Yankees opening weekend. All of a sudden, Julian Merriweather is the guy. And then was ah, shit. I better drop Romano in my fantasy league and pick up Merriweather. Oh, whoa, oh, oh, oh. that, so, that was a sneaky transition there, by the way, kids. <laughs> if you so notice then, that, he went from talking real baseball to talking I'm just using that as a baseball. point of reference to how excited people were about this guy. So yeah, then, well. then Merriweather goes on the IL for yeah. an oblique. Everybody's like, pick back up Romano. <laughs> He's the guy. Then, spoiler alert, Romano goes on the freaking IL. Yeah. Um, for some sort of shoulder situation, I think it so was. So who's their closer now? Rafael Dolis. Oh, I Jordan was, Romano's an elbow. I thought it was Rafael, Tommy Malone. I thought it was Tommy Malone. Tommy Ramone. Tommy Milone. 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 Hey, did you like that Italian stuff I texted you the other day? What Italian stuff? I texted you something in Italian this morning. Did you? Yeah, I thought you'd either translate it or bring it to your significant other to do that for you. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see that. Check the first text you got from me this morning. 
There's no text. I think you sent to the wrong Kevin. Oh, no, wait a second. <laughs> There's some Kevin out there with some Italian text. Wait a second. I'm, I'm scrolling scroll through. Scroll back, scroll back. I'm scrolling through. Usually yours are the first text of my existence in a day. So You wake up. You and wake I wake up, up and there's already text from you. It's like, see, uh, there's a, see that picture. There's it's right below the picture above Steve Garvey. Oh, oh, I didn't see that. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, could you read that out in Italian? Se voglio prendere una pizza molto bella, conosco un posto. Uh-huh. I can see a mistake in there already. Shouldn't the molta be? Multi, molto bene. I don't know. I don't I, know. I'm, not, I'm not big on my grammar. To... But, so it, you translated it... this little sign into Italian? Is that what you were doing there? Well, kind of. Um, but the last part, conosco un posto. Oh, you're translates... responding. No. The oh. sign says, if, if you, you wish, wish to, eat, to a... eat a very good pizza, stop here. Right. And the... Um, then it's the this translates to if you if you want to make a very nice pizza, I know a place. Oh, okay. Which is and and can I ask you a more important question? <laughs> Why were you doing this at seven ten in the morning? <laughs> Look, the cats woke us up oh, okay. really early. Yeah, they were All speaking right. Italian, obviously too. So no. Oh, so this is funny. I got to tell you about this. So yesterday we were sitting around and there was people out in the courtyard and our cats, Pepe and Rita were looking out into the courtyard and these guys walked by, these guys walked by and saw the cats and they're like, Oh, look, it's two cats. So European. (laughs) (laughs) And Wendy and I are looking at each other like, what is European about About two two cats? cats. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. One more reaction. One more reaction. All right. Tommy LaStella on bench against lefty. Expected? Unexpected? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they want, I don't. You told me that the Dodgers are turning, the Giants are turning into the Dodgers because they have, what's they his face? Have a, they have a lot of platooning, right? It's so frustrating. I love platooning. No, because. No, platooning well, is the best. For fantasy purposes, it's a nightmare. I know. That's why I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't learned, I'm not a big fan. Like, I played a lot of, you know, role-playing baseball over the years, including this uh, OOTP uh, um, out of the toilet paper, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I played during the COVID thing. I know. Cool. Me too. Interesting. It was like I played a full season. Yeah. Never, I played 171 games. Um but so um, platoon. Yeah, I love the platooning though because when I used to play all those kind of games, that made it fun. Like you had to figure out who you're going to start against the starter or whatever. So I think it's I think it's good. I I I, I um, and the and the Giants have a lot of things they can they can mix around there. The only guy that they don't really mess with is Brandon Crawford at shortstop. Well, yeah. Every other every, every other infield position is up for grabs. That's on a daily basis. I mean, I get um, it in principle. You know, get to use more of your lineup. Uh you ke- you keep everyone, yeah. You keep everyone fresh, you know. You also get good matchups, right? right. Like, you know, even mid-game matchups when a pitcher comes out, you go, oh, you know, got to switch out, get the righty in there. Um, I get it in the National League. I get it in the National League where there's going to be, at least this season, where there's going to be a lot more pinch hitting. So they're like, hey, Tommy LaStella, yeah. you're sitting, but as soon as a right-handed reliever is in there, you're going to be pinch hitting. So, you know, don't take the day off. Like, just you're right. going to be coming in the sixth. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, oh, you got a day off. Well, in the NL, you never really have a day off because they may need you late in the game, you know. Right. And so, obviously there's pinch hitting in the American League too, but pretty much only in the like really. eighth and ninth inning, you know. Yeah, it was it was kind of and that's like I said, it was kind of boring playing those AL games in any sort of like rec- you know, recreation of a game because you pretty much set your lineup, you hardly ever pinch hit. There's no double switches that much. There's, right. so it, it's much more interesting uh, you know, from from that standpoint. Um but uh so yeah, that's my take. Now, 
There is. Did you hear about this experimenting DH rule that they're going to do in that one league? I saw a headline, but I didn't understand it. Did you understand it? I think I understood. I didn't. I saw the same headline, and I think I figured it out. In okay, explain it to me and my listeners. Uh, okay, um, heads up, people. Um, so the idea is that the DH only exists as long as the starting pitchers in the game. Okay. So once the starting pitcher is taken out, you have to insert the pitcher. In oh the my line. God! You're going to make these poor relief batters. Bat? No, the relief relief pitchers never hit. So they well, what if they were going for a three out three inning save? That's a different conversation we had already. <laughs> um, the rare three inning save. It's like the white whale of baseball. I know. Well, not anymore though. Well, Padres got one just the other day. Because if somebody's I, I going well, leave them in there. But anyway, yeah, that's that's the idea. They're going to test that thing with that DH, which is interesting. And maybe the Danielle goes, "Hey, you know what?" Let's start with that as our, um, you know, so we're still different. No, they're going to bring AL. the DH. I, th- I, th- I like this new idea. I'm glad there has not been any um, pitcher injuries running the bases, at least not yet this season. Concerned. Yeah, there's been, an, there's been enough other injuries. Yeah, tell me about it. What are your key injuries? What, like, what's, what are your key injuries for this season so far? Like, what are your, like – well? Real bummers. Well, I, you know, I'm not. But see, I don't. It is what it is. It's part of baseball, right? You you, ne- you never. If if it if you know Tatis Tatis has got to be years. the number one, right? Yeah. Well, how bad hurt? I didn't realize what's his name is hurt with the Dodgers. How bad is he hurt? Uh, Bellinger. I don't know. Yeah. He's. I don't know. Did you see that play? That was a funky play. Oh, did he get injured on a certain play? Against the A's, it was like a play at the first. Oh right, he got spiked or something. Covering. Yeah. Well, he got he he did you know being Bellinger, one thing wasn't enough. It was like <laughs> he he like twisted his foot on the base. He got spiked and he tumbled. Well, he got banged by the guy. It was like it was like the, it was like a it was like a triple crown of injury potential. Brutal. Yeah, that's classic Bellinger. Yeah. Um, you got Mondesi's out for the Royals. That's it. That's a heartbreaker. Oh, that's a that's a bad one, yeah. But let's talk about the most important division, the NL West. NL West, the best. I'd say the, the NL East is the most exciting this season. Didn't we already yeah, agree on that? Yeah, and they're beating the hell out of each other. It's like watching like I don't know, like Thriller in Manila or something. They're just like they're just like punching each other left and right with no like holding back and it's April. And the standings show it, right? I mean, it's it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Like the Mets are in first, right? Five five and three, mm-hmm. and everyone else is five hundred or less. <laughs> I know it's classic. And, Someone and said Nationals. The, sorry, go ahead. Oh, and the Nationals are three and seven, and they've obviously had they were off for some of the games. Yeah, too. the Nationals. The Braves. The Braves did a really good job to come back. Like they. Yeah, they they're right in the ship. Down. Yeah, they they just they were able to at least get some bounce like the A's did. The A's did too. I was really impressed mm-hmm. by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't hit the panic the, button too early. No, they're, the fact that the A's were zero and six, and now they're six and seven. That's yeah, pretty. That's they've won five in a row. That's pretty pretty good. And um, it's damn good. Yeah, and then let's so so talking about the West now. I think I mentioned this that you you know you're you do well in these divisions if you can beat up on the worst teams as much as possible. Got to. And, you know, you look at the case of the Rockies. Rockies go into San Francisco 0-3. They lose three games. But nobody told these teams that they suck. These teams don't realize that they suck. The D-backs are playing their hearts out every goddamn game. They're they're a tough team They're professional players. They're professional. I mean, Cole Calhoun is not been told that you're supposed to lose this year. The guy's hustling like crazy. He should be a like a rodeo guy because that's a perfect rodeo name. Okay, let's play a game. We're gonna go through the we're gonna go through the major league baseball, all 30 teams, and you tell me um your favorite player uh on each team. I, no, I'm not gonna do that. That's just like let's let's look at the let's look at the that's a list. 
<laughs> You're just trying to get to a list All again. Right. You know, Baltimore Orioles. Think... Who's your favorite player on no, the Baltimore Orioles? No, I don't Orioles. have a favorite. Earl Weaver. What? No. Actually, my favorite player on the Baltimore Orioles is... Santander. No, the guy, um, the little guy. Plays in the outfield. What's, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, again, we didn't prep this, so... Oh, you mean um, what's his face? Yeah, I know who you mean. Uh, Cedric Mullins. Yeah, yeah, he's great. I I love that guy. He and I I, lo- I love this post game interviews and I've I've watched some Orioles games because because here's the thing I end up watching games based on if I like the broadcast team. Oh yeah. So I love I Jim Palmer. Come on. And that's the drawback to the Yankees too is that their yes broadcasts are boring as hell. Oh my God, they're terrible! So I listen when they're playing the Blue Jays because I, I love the Blue Jays uh, broadcast. Are they good, Buck Martinez? Yeah, oh. Buck Martinez and the other guy that the guy who does national games. I I mean the, I know I like the broadcast, but I didn't know it was Buck Martinez. Yeah, Buck Martinez, and then there's the other I forget the other guy's name who does national like ESPN games on the radio and stuff, and and so it's always good when you've got that like national broadcaster and he's on a local team as well, and you get to pick up on that stuff. Um, so that's, those have been good. Some have been really, oh man, some are really bad. Like the, all right, here's another question. White Sox. When you get these big trades, right? You get these big trades or, and then you get a, you get the, you get a bunch of players on the same team who used to be on another team together. Yeah. Okay. Like how Cleveland got all those Padres or how the Padres got all those Rays. So like the Rays have like. Tommy Pham, Blake Snell. Now the, yeah. the the Red Sox are like stocked with ex Dodgers. Yeah. Like so, do you think like Verdugo, like Verdugo and um, Kike Hernandez, like do you think they're like, oh you, or do you think they're like, oh this guy, like he's on another team with me? No, like, they have history together. But so, is it good? Do they... It's good. Yeah. I okay. Mean, they hate each other. No, it's good. You know what it's like. I'll tell you what it's like. It's like when a bunch of people from some state or some city end up and they move to San Francisco and then they all <laughs> hang out together. They don't want to meet anyone locally in other states. One time I went to a party. Everyone at the party in, on, on Valencia Street, everyone at the party was from Arkansas. What? Yeah, everyone at the – this guy invited me. Oh, you want to come to this party? I went there. And then they looked at me and they – and they didn't know each other before they came to San Francisco, but they're all from Arkansas, so they all kind of – gravitated together gravitated together like mercury or something and they're all hanging out and then they're like where are you from and i said oh i'm from over the hill um no i told them i'm from out west (laughs) (laughs) you are they're like wyoming anyway um so now let's talk about that's a good thing i think i think you bring you bring good team you know you bring experience together you've been through battles together i mean fine they were in the world series together right or playoffs well, you know that, well, I mean, Blake Snell and Tommy Pham are friends because Blake Snell got all pissed off when he heard he was on Twitch streaming when when he heard that uh, Tommy Pham was traded last year to the Padres. And he's like, mm. what? Why do you do that? The fuck? And that's yeah. where the, the expression slapdick prospect came from when he's like, you trade Tommy for some slapdick prospect? Uh Whoa, I'd never heard that before. Can you say that on this kind of podcast? Is this and, good for kids? And uh, then he, Blake Snell had to apologize to the player. Obviously. And he's like, sorry, I called you a slapdick prospect. No, no offense intended. Like, but, you know, you are a minor leaguer. <laughs> yeah, I don't, well. Is there an angrier man in baseball than Tommy Pham? Tommy Pham or... Blake Snell. No, Tommy Fan. <laughs> is there an angrier man in baseball than Tommy Fan? Why Pham? is he angry? He's angry. He's always angry. Why is he angry? That's what I hear. I hear because he's, he's a Padre. I'd be angry. No, too. he's happy about that. And he's probably angry he got stabbed. But did, yeah, well, yeah, what? Uh, well, let's not go into that. We've but, already gotten over this. Yeah. Uh, can we go back to the? Oh, that is the West. Um, okay. Who's your, who's your favorite player on the Mets? The Mets, Ron Darling. Um, I do like his announcing. The Mets are. A uh, you know, I have team. to say, 
I have to say, you know who I really like on the team who's always uh, fun to watch when he comes up is uh, is Dominic. Yeah, he's fantastic. Dom Smith. He's Dom Smith. Yeah, Dominic Smith. I, I really like watching him play. I mean, he, you've got look, – listen to this lineup. He had a good game the other – You've got other. Pete Alonzo. You've got yeah. – You've got freaking Jeff McNeil, Lindor, yeah, Dominic Smith. I mean, that is yeah. a fun team right there. Well, they're fun, and in contrast that to the team across town, not so fun. And Degrom is on his way to another Cy Young. He's zero and one with a point six four ERA. <laughs> I know <laughs> the poor guy. I read you. I told you that stat, right? Like, like he. Uh, I don't know if we did that in the thing that there were like thirty one games that he left where he was winning or something, and they blew. Saves I know. The Yankees are fun. They can be fun when they're winning, no, but they're just they're, no. they're like they're tight right now because they're the, losing. Well, and they're they're making errors. They're just they're they're tight in the idea, field. Uh, they're tight in the plate at the plate. They're they're just um because listen, they're not winning. The only loose player is freaking Gary. Gary's like hitting like OBP four hundred. Yeah. Well, like but the but remember when they get loose, what happens? Okay, boombox with New York, New York, and Fenway Park. Okay. <laughs> That's the problem. That's their idea of being loose. Ah, oh, that was just one incident. Come on. They've learned their lesson from that. I, re- I read into their souls from that incident. It was, it was a stupid mistake. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, the, the, with the Mets game got canceled today? Or yeah, something? I think it was a rain out. Yeah, so DeGrom's going tomorrow. Okay. Who do you Let's see? We can have uh, who do you like? Right, in, um, who's your favorite player on the Cardinals? Favorite player on the Cardinals? Jeez, there's a team I don't. I I'll don't tell like. you mine. Tommy Edmond. All right. Guy plays every position oh, on the field. He's, good. he's got power That's and speed. Good. Switch hitter. You can plug him anywhere. Second base, third base, right field today. Like. Careful how you use that expression what? after your other expression. Plug him anywhere. Um, <laughs> after, your, after your Blake Snell comment. Is this still recording? Um, I don't even think this is recording. Is the thing on? Is this microphone on? <laughs> Where is the microphone? I don't even know where the microphone is. Uh, oh, is. Is this microphone on? Can you hear that? Um, no. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock you who my favorite Cardinal is. Go. And I, I thought about this the other day because I don't like him, but he's my favorite. I know who you're going to say, but go ahead. Yeah, I know. Yadier Molina. <laughs> Love that guy. I mean, that guy puts everything into baseball. Oh, my like, God. He's three steps ahead of almost every other player on the field. He's and, he's one of the good things. I mean, maybe he's a prick yeah. in his personal life, but like, yeah, I just as a well, player, he's fantastic. I, mean, I, I just don't like, I don't like the Cardinals, period. I have so, a, I have a, you know, a sympathy for the Cardinals. Cause like, the, the, I don't, I don't like them. I don't root for them, but like, you got to respect them. Yeah. Respect it. Well, no, you're not really. Um, no, I go back, man. There are, I go back to when Chili Davis called them a cow town. <laughs> I mean, they gave the Padres a run for their money last playoffs. Like they, they almost knocked the Padres out last year and the Padres were way better than them. Like yeah, but they're still the Padres. I know the Padres have to stop being the Padres. Yeah, and they, you know they're on the road. They got a freaking no hitter. Come on, that That's was a good so start. Cool, we man. were we were just talking about it. We we're like, oh my god, the Padres have never had no hitter, and here all these years, and then boom, no hitter. Have we talked about the uh, Padres no hitter on this pod yet? I, no, no, no. All no, right, let's no, talk no, about just, it a little bit. So yeah, Joe Musgrove, good. first Padres no hitter, San Diego kid, born? El Cajon, El Cajon. Yeah. Grossmont High, uh, you know, back with his hometown team. So that was pretty sweet. And he didn't uh he didn't try to kill uh, Johnny Versace. Easy. Oh sorry. <laughs> Another San Diego native. Easy. Um uh so yeah, I mean that was amazing. I was I I tuned in and I was watching it cuz I can. And uh uh, that was a lot of fun. I mean, that was yeah. just, I was very, um, you know, I, I have a sore spot, a sore spot, a, a soft spot <laughs> for the Padres uh, because, you know, the Giants and the Padres have been linked for a long time. There are a lot of players and managers and stuff have, have gone between the two teams. They're almost like, 
like they have a like a, a deal or something. And we both hate the doctors. Right. I mean, they on. have a friend so, enemy of my enemy. Yeah, and I mean, some of our you know, like a great player, Willie McCovey, he he played with the Padres. They're going way back uh, now. Yeah, well, that's where I start. And then uh, you know, they there were and the, the, one of the greatest trades. Uh, well, the Padres. It's funny. The Padres made two trades that in within a six year period. One that impacted the Giants winning the division, and one that impacted the Giants losing the division. Okay, go on. So in '87, the Giants got Kevin Mitchell, uh, Craig Lefferts, and Dave Dravecki. Wow, for Chris Brown and and somebody I forget the other. Uh, oh, Grant! I think Grant, the announcer. <laughs> oh, that's wild. The pitcher. Um, and so those guys showed up in July of of '87, and the Giants won a division, and it was they were a big, huge part of that. That was like, man, we I remember being at the ballpark like that that day or the first homestand. Cause I think it happened when they were in Chicago and they showed up and it was just like, man, this team's going to be, you know, they're going for it. Right. And then in 93, the, uh, the Padres traded Fred, Fred McGriff mm-hmm. to the Braves. Mm-hmm. And that was just like, that was the death, death blow to the, that really crushed giant. me when they traded Sheffield and McGriff. I was just like, I'm mm-hmm. out. Fuck this team. Yeah, that, and that was you know that Padres team was a good good. They had some great players. Yeah, and we were building. So, we were trying to uh, dynasty, and all of a sudden, the two best players are gone. Well, not the two best. Not the best Tony. I know everybody but Tony yeah. though. Yeah, Tony's the best. Um, so anyway, there's a lot of great stuff. I mean, when I I when I was in San Diego, I took the tour of the Petco. I've been to a couple games there also. But I took a tour. It was off season, and it was great. It was so cool. Like they had the Padres Hall of Fame, and I was super excited about seeing the Randy Jones exhibit. You know, um, I, I loved Randy Jones when I was a kid. He was a he was a really solid starting pitcher. I think as a Giants uh, fan, I, you'd prefer for the Padres to stay like an afterthought in the division and let the Giants and the Dodgers be the do- dominant two teams. No, I, I, I think if the Giants can't be there, I'd rather have the Padres than any of the other teams, you know, than if the Giants can't win the division, I'd rather have the Padres win than the Dodgers, the Diamondbacks, or the Rockies. Come on. Okay, so you're willing to accept this I, as I, a second choice. Yeah, I was rooting. I mean, in the uh, playoffs last year, I was rooting for the Padres. I wish they'd won. Good, okay. They would have won if they let the Giants in because the Giants would have knocked off the Dodgers. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm t- did you see that stat, stat I sent you? The the stat that little that little blurb about the Dodgers versus the NL West since 2013, and the Dodgers have super dominated the Padres, the Diamondbacks, and the Rockies, and the Giants play have played them 70 to 73. I know. So they've only they it's only a three game but, difference and that's during and that's the Dodgers winning the division every single one of those years here's the thing though and the the Gi- and the giants sucked during a few of those years so they overplayed themselves when they played the Dodgers the the giants used to have gale force winds pouring in to right field to knock down all of those lefty power hitters that the Dodgers bring up and all of a sudden now the Giants changed their stadium around. They don't have the park advantage that they used to have against the Dodgers. I think you're going to see that dry up a little bit. Well, I'm telling you, 70 and 73. Okay. Half those, ga- half those games were in Dodger Stadium. That's the half the Dodgers won. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think, I don't think the Giants should have changed their park. Well, I'm I mean, sure Yastrzemski likes it, but, but you know, Brandon Crawford likes yeah. it. Yeah, he doesn't hit a ton of homers though. He did. He's got three this year, right? Because they got some big ones because they put the because they still haven't fixed the park. Yeah, no, they maybe they fixed the park now. Maybe that's I the see. new park. Um, What's your favorite ballpark but, in Major League Baseball? It's hard, you know, the the Giants park is is one of the best. Um, 
but I, I would say I, I've been of the ones I've been to, I would say Wrigley. Me too. I mean, that was, that you was, took mine. That was just, I, that was insane. It was insane. And I went there and, and the only game I saw there was a Friday day. Oh, those game, are the like best. We're watching right now where everything was night, 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 night on the scoreboard. And um, uh, so it was pretty, pretty cool. And, and the Giants were playing, and they played extra innings. Um, What's your and the Giants turned it triple play. What's your favorite ballpark in use? Oh, that's interesting. That's a good question. Who? How many are there? Uh, Candlestick, Candlestick, Old San Old Diego Yankee Stadium, Jack Murphy Stadium, Tiger Stadium, Tiger Stadium. That's right. I forgot everything. Um. Well, it's a tough one. It's between Tiger Stadium and Yankee Stadium, obviously. I mean, Candlestick obviously is a. For me, it's old Yankee Stadium. It had so much. I don't know. Atmosphere Ti- in there. Tiger Stadium. You didn't did you go to, to Tiger Stadium? Stadium? Yeah, Tiger Stadium was. I was lucky. I went there the last month, the last month of its existence. Um, I flew out there and went to a weekend series against the Blue Jays, and then I went to Toronto and watched the Blue Jays play the Yankees. In 99, great team. And the Yankees beat them. And, man, I was missing I was missing Tiger Stadium after and then, yeah, you know, going I to know. Toronto. Oh, whew. that place was just like – I was like, where is – what is this? This is weird. Project Center so, or whatever. Yeah, or whatever it was called. Then. I don't know what it was called then. The Homer Dome. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would say that one. What's your, what's your favorite baseball stadium – that you've never been to that may or may not even still exist. Ballpark. Yeah. I would have to say that's a tough one. I mean, you so know, many, mine. I, I've, you know, well, I know yeah. yours. Yeah. yeah this win a suit. I <laughs> uh, hit it here. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, Jerry Park, <laughs> <laughs> Forbes Field, which, which Jerry, yeah, well, Jerry Park is still there in part of it. It's like a tennis. Oh yeah, in Montreal. Yeah, it's like they converted into like a tennis arena. That's a. Did that's you ever go to the Astrodome? No, it's still there. By what? the way, they yeah, blew they it up. It down yet? No, it's not. It's weird. Go online. People have broken in and taken photos. Go to photos. Google Earth. It's no, weird. I've seen those photos, but I thought they blew it up finally. I don't think so. I think they're still all right pushing it around. Well, we'll get. We'll I don't. Report you know, back it's a, to it's you a, listeners. If anybody's still listening, we'll report back to you next episode and let you know if the Astrodome is still there. Okay, so for just to be clarify, for me, it would definitely be Ebbets Field. Um, yeah. If I could go back in time and go to one for, ballpark, it would definitely be Ebbets Field, and I, for me, it'd be it, the Polo Grounds. Would be obviously the. There we go. Okay. Which me and you visited. We visited. We went the former site. Stairs yes. and the, yeah, and we did it with that. We did too. the same day. Same no, trip. It was, it was the same day. trip. But but we did go to Polo uh, Grounds and then to Yankee Stadium, New Yankee Stadium on the That's same. That's true. Day. And we went on the old field of the Yankee Stadium. Remember, we went around that thing there. Yes, we did. We went R- walked on the Reggie field Jackson. where um, Lou Gehrig gave his famous speech. Yeah, is that crazy? I mean, that's nobody else. Cares. I know we're the only ones who care. But anyway, everyone else is like, "How do you get the stands?" I want a gold beer. <laughs> I love stands, though. Yankee Stadium is still the too. best ballpark experience uh, that I've been to. Just like all all the excitement, all the area around it, and all the little bars and people partying, taking taking the I would subway say also up there. Fan the fan experience at Yankee Stadium is pretty it's good. Great. The fan knowledge oh, yeah. and fan. Fan call outs. And, a sold out game at Yankee you know. Stadium is the best. Yeah. I haven't been to Fenway. Yeah. Um, I've been to Fenway a few times. It's, it's, uh, it, it, it's good too, but it, it's, it's, uh, it's different. It's a different, it's a little more homogeneous. Right. <laughs> I have a soft spot for That's New the Yankee right word. I, I've seen more baseball games at New Yankee Stadium than I probably have even at the old Jack Murphy Stadium at this point. Um, really, you think you saw more games there than you saw it at uh, the Giants ballpark when you lived? Well, there? I had like a ten game per season 
season ticket thing. So, oh, okay. so like yeah, 01, 02, 03, 04, like, you know, four years of season tickets, 40 games, whatever, like plus. Yeah. I, I've definitely gone to way more. I mean, the Yankees, new Yankee Stadium opened in 2009. That's like right. Uh, t- t- right. 11 years of going to games, probably plus all my. <laughs> Plus on my NYCFC trips to Yankee Stadium, which is another right. That's true. 15 games a year. The, but And I have to tell you, too, there's nothing better than waking up in New York knowing you're going to be going to a baseball game. Yeah. And catching the subway. And, like, there's just something – there's something about it. There's a buzz. There's, you know, it's just – It's the best. New York is laid out to take the thing. subway to a baseball game. It's like the best yeah. thing about the city. <laughs> it, yeah, no, it, it's great. And I, cause I had this great experience in, it would have been uh, 97, April 97, uh, where in a week I went to four New York games. I saw the Yankees play the angels, I think, or maybe it was the A's. Maybe it was the A's. And I saw the Yankees, uh, the, the Mets have a doubleheader against the giants and I went to the Jackie Robinson oh, cool. game at Chase Stadium with the Dodgers and Bill Clinton. Beautiful. And that whole thing. Was it a seven-inning doubleheader? No, <laughs> thank God. And the Giants won both games. Oh, nice. It was, it, it was interesting, too, because the reason why it was a doubleheader was I think it rained the day before. So I got grandfathered. In. I had tickets for the, the Sunday game or whatever, Saturday game. I forget which it was. But the game before rained out. So they were making oh, it see. up. So I got like, I got like a, and it was a real double header. Like it wasn't that, Oh, you got to leave now and get a new ticket kind of mm. thing that they do now. So they were still doing the, you know, you got one ticket, you're good for both games. So, um, and I had a great seat. It was like down close to the infield and it was fun. And, and the, it was an exciting game too. Like the Yankee, uh, the, the giants just really came on strong and that was a good team in 97. So. The giant um, team? Yeah, it was I think Jeff Kent was there then. Was that in the Barry Bonds era? Barry Bonds. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Barry Bonds. Yeah. yeah. What a team. Rich Aurelio. So, Rich Aurelio, yeah. Yeah. All those guys. Did they have um, um what's his face, the catcher, Benito Santiago yet? You know, he was what year I forget I think no, I think he was only there ninety I have to look it up, but um I think he was there in 98, 99, right? Well, he was definitely he there, there in 2002 long. for that World Series. Oh, was he still with them? I guess he was with them that long. I, that was my like diehard Giants year when I was like, I'm living in San Francisco. The Giants are in the World Series. I feel like I knew that team better than any other right. team. Um, I'm just looking it up really quick. Oh, I guess he came with them later. I, I, I was confused. I thought he was with them earlier. Yeah, he's 2001 to 2003. Yep. So just those three, those three years. And yeah, and he had that great year in 2002, like you said. He was 37 years old. He had 16 home runs and 74 RBIs. Yeah. Batting mean, like 7th or 8th. That team, though, I mean, was explosive, right? Like That, that was a super fun team to watch. I mean, Kent had 37 home runs, 108 RBIs. Um, Bonds had 46 home runs, 110 RBIs. David Bell, David, that David. The Bell, Cincinnati Reds manager. Had, the, had 20 home runs and 73 I know, he RBIs. overachieved. Reggie Sanders had 23 home oh my runs God. in 85. Yeah, exactly. No, th- and then even Richard Aurelia had 15 home runs. I mean, even Shinju, who didn't even play the full uh, bats, he had nine home runs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it was like only JT Snow had six home JT runs. Snow. Uh, so, yeah, what, what a team, right? I mean, and then they, I think they had Kenny Lofton later. Yep. I mean, that team could hit. Yeah. That team could hit like nobody's business. That was a great team. I enjoyed watching that team. Uh, I forget they had Sean Dunstan on that, that team still, that's too. Right. Wow. Marvin Bernard was on the team. Jesus. Well, that's a World Series caliber a, team. Come on. Yeah. And then pitching-wise, they they had uh, Hernandez, Ortiz, Reeder, Jason Schmidt, and 
uh, Ryan Jensen. Why don't I remember Ryan Jensen? Um, but they, they each won at least 12 games. And no one won more than 14, but they had two 14-game winners and two 13 and one 12-game in their starting pitching. Nen had 43 saves. He was totally That's pretty good, that yeah. Year. That's a lot of saves. Yeah. That guy and, was uh, borderline unwatchable, though, with that uh, weird stutter that, step. Yeah. The little, he, makes, he, like, he, he makes Kershaw look like, uh, I don't know. He didn't even wind up. <laughs> He just stumbled toward the mound and threw the ball. Yeah. I think yeah. that should be uh-huh. illegal. Yep. That's a balk. Anyway. And yeah, that was that that was a that was a great that was a really powerful team, you know. Well, I knew cool. you would steer this conversation to the Giants just like you knew I would steer no. this conversation to fantasy baseball once in a while. And that is what our listeners tune in for. Oh, the Braves are looking to tack on some runs here on the Cubbies. Um uh, did he just hit him? No, Zuna got a hit. Freeman oh, Freeman went think, first to third, I think. I think Freeman got. Oh, I'm, I'm actually behind. I must. I'm refreshing now. I was like a minute and a half behind. Um, well, I, I wish you talked more about the Padres. Well, I'm trying not to get out of in front of my skis right now because. Um, no, but I mean, it's like the Padres. What do you mean? I mean, the Padres, the Padres have that, sucked. No, they haven't sucked. They've been the two World Series. How many World Series has the Seattle Mariners? Padres have won world, one World Series game in their existence. Game two in 1984. Steve Garvey responsible for that? Probably. Um, Were you, tell me about Steve Garvey. He was saying he was taking credit for being the most important Padre ever or something. <laughs> no, there's a piece in the LA Times today about like, the Padres and their history and blah, blah, blah. And Steve Garvey looking back on how he met with Ray Kroc. And he said, you know, here's a man who's about to make the biggest acquisition in the history of the Padres. I was like, even if it was, you don't say that about yourself. Come on. Come on. Is it true? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that Padres win. (laughs) (laughs) Game two. Game two. 1984 World Series, Detroit. It was a comeback win. The Tigers were too good. All Everybody had their Tiger Tamer t-shirts, and it was all for naught. The Tigers were just too good that year. Andy Hawkins was on the mound, and he gave up three runs in the top of the first. <laughs> and they were losing 3 nothing. It was a comeback win. It is a comeback, yeah. And then they got one back in the first, and then they got another one in the fourth, and then three in the fifth. And then they shut him down. Nice. Was it a three-inning save? Uh, let's see. Craig Leffert. There we go. Came in to get the save. And it was a three-inning save. There we go. Wow. Wow. This has been our show. Thank you for listening to the So Baseball Podcast. My guest has been Kevin. And we will talk to you next week. Have a great week. What? what whoa, 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 wait a second. Eddie Whitson started the game and he got chased. After two thirds, and then Hawkins came in and pitched five point one one hit ball, a five inning save. I think you should make a T shirt about this game. <laughs> no, it's too depressing. It's like it's not. Because... Steve Garvey went over three. <laughs> a game, so, the game you so won in a losing World Series is pretty depressing because you're like, oh, we go on to lose the series. Dude, Alan Wiggins went three for five. Wiggins. Love that guy. Gary Templeton. They had three guys had three hits on that team, on that game. Gary Templeton, three for four. And my favorite player of all time. Tony Gwynn. Because of his, because of his 1976 Topps baseball card. Greg Nettles. Kurt, Kurt Bavakwa with the bubble, bubble blowing contest oh, right. winner. Yeah. Three for four with three RBIs. Put him in the in your Padres Hall of Fame. Nice. And we can end on that. <laughs> I, when I was when I was growing up, I wanted to. Greg Nettles was my like fielding icon. I wanted to be like Greg Nettles. Yeah, he was. He. I love Greg Nettles too. Greg Nettles making that play down the line always. Oh my god! Like just just throwing it and then throwing it back across the field. He had, he was he was one for one in the game with two walks and a uh, an RBI. And a run scored. Yeah, what a legend. Yeah, that was, and Tony Gwynn was one for three. 
Steve Garvey was 0 for 3. Garvey. <laughs> the greatest acquisition in the history of the franchise. Carmelo Martinez was 0 for 3. Bobby Brown was 0 for 3. Boy, these names. Good names, right? Taking me back to the Murph. That was, well, come on. Dick Williams got that team rallied. He got them going. And then they they were down against the Cubbies. Everyone's rooting against the Padres. Oh, Cubs need to win the World Series. Well, they can wait. Dude, if you want to watch some good baseball games, watch that game five of that NLCS (sighs) against the Cubs, that deciding game. That was incredible. Yeah, I no, sent that you was... that YouTube of the entire game, right? Yeah, I, I, and I remember watching that game live. So it was uh, – I was rooting for the Padres. The I Cubbies, hope so. Yeah. I mean, like the Cubbies said, were going through a drought as well. So it would be another – I mean, I, was, I wasn't rooting for Steve Garvey. Let's put it that way. Nah. But, um, but there were some Giants, you know. There was uh, – who was on there? Oh, actually, future Giants were on that team. Right. Whitson. Dravecki. Maybe Whitson had already been with the Giants at that point. Anyway, it's good. To, Champ Summers. I always like Champ Summers. Such a great pinch hitter. I'm just looking at the roster here. Good team. Louis, Louis Salazar, who played with the Yankees as well. Uh, Terry Kennedy oh, played yeah. with the Giants. Catcher Terry Kennedy. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. There's The Goose was on that team. Of course. Of course. I told you I and, bought those Goose Save the Game buttons. You bought them or yeah, did they I bought give them, them away? I bought three of oh. them on eBay. I'm going to corner the Goose Save the Game button market. Can you get me some uh, Crowd the Candlestick buttons? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You're on. Uh, I guess I am. Those are, All right. those are more valuable. I got to let you go. All right. Um, yep. Got to get back to the real world. Got to get back to the grind. Yeah. Call the Braves game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good weekend. Go All Padres. Right. Okay. okay. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.